Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. What's going hey, on? Hey, I have to switch up a little bit. You know, Blog Talk's been tripping. I'm just a talking and a talking, and y'all can't hear me. Let me tell y'all, we had a whole show we had to cancel yesterday. And I was so upset when I not only emailed but inboxed Blog Talk Radio because you know they close at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the little message I got back just made me just just got up under my skin. Y'all so nonchalant about my money. I'm gonna need some of that money back, but that's okay because me and T got a backup plan. 
Absolutely. You know, we don't play when it comes to our craft, Lee. We don't, we don't play. play. <laughs> and a lot of people be like, oh, it's just a show. No, this is more than just a show. This is what we do. So, yeah, we got we got a backup plan now. We got a few backup plans, but ain't no way in the world. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. That just forced us to have to, you know, just expand our repertoire and see what's out there and see what works best for us. Yeah, to think outside of the box. Well, I will say, you know, Block Talk is has the mark, uh, market cornered as far mm-hmm. as um, the platform that they have. However, mm-hmm. like most of the other ones you have to upload to, um, right. it doesn't give you the ability to, like, go live. I guess Freaker does, from what I understand. Um mm-hmm. And I believe it's through Skype, so we have to investigate that, see how it works. Um, if not, we do got a, a backup plan for tonight, and then I just have to cut and edit the show and then upload mm-hmm. it uh, to our our other platform. But we do have a backup plan. You can't, I guess, it, you know, in general in life, you can't put all of your eggs in one basket. It just can't be your everything. Um, right. And we can't. We can't be dependent because what the response that I got was uh, basically they're on overload. So, so many people are mm. getting blog talk shows that the system was on overload, and they're trying to okay. correct that issue. For me, I, I couldn't accept that. I understand mm-hmm. what it is, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I couldn't accept that because you take my money every month, and we've mm-hmm. been doing it for six years. And for six years, you've been taking our money. So the expectation right. is... When we go to have a show, the expectation is that we have one. Um, and when That's we right. don't, we need some coinage. And, you know, <laughs> you when you wasn't, we need some coinage. And when you <laughs> gave me that watered-down answer, I was like, I got I, I got you. You know, so we're going to do, do a little change-up. Um, we might – we're going to do a little change-up. we got a backup plan. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, and as a result tuned. of that, as a result of that, y'all know, Lisa does not hesitate to give your sister some homework. I had to read my <laughs> homework last night that Lisa has just threw out there at her sister. I'm like, okay, Lisa, I think I got it on. People, people, this is Tony. You know, I am not the most electronically, I'm electronically challenged. I'm just going to put it out there. She gave me a whole 10 pages of homework, guys. <laughs> now she know I'm going to be calling her, okay, Lee, on line three, word seven. What? What? <laughs> Listen, Tony was like, I, I think I got it all. I think I I'm not sh- I think I got it. I think so. Like, I could tell she was like, that, that was a lot. But the thing is, when I start work, when I'm, like, when my mind is moving, let me tell you, I think 24 hours a day. So when my mind is mm-hmm. moving in action mode, everything comes out so fast because I'm thinking of 10 things at one time. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> I was shooting her the message. And it looked like you were thinking about 10 things at a time. Everything was coming out. I was just sending it to her. I was like, and then we could do this, and then we could do this. And she was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm going to have to recruit Hubbalicious. He doesn't know he's getting recruited yet, but um, I need him as my backup. 
So, baby, I don't need you to help you. I like to help your wife out. How delicious. How delicious. How delicious. You know, I depend on him. I depend on him to keep me straight. And uh, he's going to have to do some straightening out because I say, he done gave me all this homework, babe. I need some help. <laughs> what, he like, what the heck y'all got going on over there? Oprah 1 and Oprah 2? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we do. We always strive to make sure our show is better every year. We're going on our sixth year on the 26th of October. We have our Let's Chat Live, which is really our What's Hot in the Literary World segment. That's on Sundays. Uh, this Sunday, we actually have the fabulous novelist, Black Top. So make sure y'all catch us on Facebook at 12 noon. Eastern Standard Time. For our West Hot in the Literary World, we're going to chop it up with Top and see what he got coming and, and going on over there. Uh, him and Miss Faye. We love Faye. She's so sweet, y'all. But, yes, so we got, lot, we got a lot of things coming. We have a lot of things that we are going to be doing in 2019, a few things that um, Cyrus had actually t- was telling me that we should do. I ha- I'm going to be thinking about implementing them for 2021. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's chat. We're always evolving, always changing, but that's what life is. You know, our topic today is sidetracked, and sometimes life sidetracks you. You get sidetracked. You know, if something is thrown at you to make you go um, to the left a little bit, but then you got to get back on track. And so Mm -hmm. when that happens, you you become in – you get active because you're trying to figure out, now I got sidetracked, now I got to get back on track, and then now – Sometimes in that process, your vision changes. It's not that mm-hmm. the desire or the outcome of your vision changes, the direction you're going to go in changes, and the different things that you accomplish down the road, they change. And sometimes they increase and sometimes they decrease. It just all depends. Um, mm-hmm. But as- It's interesting that you, you picked this, this topic, Leash, because, you know, I usually don't see the topic that you pick until, like, right before the show. So when I saw a sidetrack, Leash, it touched me personally. And and I'm just going to share this with you and our listening audience. Like we said earlier, we've been on the show for six years, and we started out in this business, you know, on one track, Leash, if I'm not, you know, if if, if, if I can, like, bring the both uh-huh. of us in. But sometimes things and people get us off track. You know, they uh-huh. put us on that sidetrack. And I've been a victim to that. You know, uh, um, I, Leisha and I, we are passionate about Let's Chat. She's passionate about the other things that she's involved with as, as well as me, with my editing, her with her promoting. And, and we get sidetracked, not necessarily intentional, but we do get sidetracked, and it takes us off our game. And sometimes you have to step back and reevaluate, Leisha. And, I, and, I, and I'm a victim to this because this touched me personally, but – I need to get re-back, re-sidetracked, back on track, and not let people dictate the the, the, the side of the track that I need to go on, if that um, makes sense. So yes, I have been doing a lot, a lot of soul searching, you know, because we take it seriously. And that's all I can say. This is not a game to us. You know, we, we take our, our, our passion for literature. We take it seriously. 
And sometimes folks that are not as serious can uh-huh. get us sidetracked and put us on their track. And we don't uh-huh. even know it until it could be too late. You know, so mm-hmm. I just want to say that um, I love this topic. You know, it touched me personally as well as in this business. So I'm excited, and I thank you. It, 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 it was much needed tonight. So I'm going to be – I'm back on track. I'm back on my <laughs> game. I got my hubby in my corner. He's always in my corner. But, you know, he opens up my eyes to a lot of things. And, and he's not in the business, but he's he's wise, and I and I really depend on him to – to guide me and and to most of all to cover me because without uh-huh. his covering and without his blessing I really can't go as far as I wanted to go and I'm just going to leave that right there absolutely absolutely and that's so very true you know Tony and I we we are a brand together but we also have separate brands apart um and mm-hmm. I, we always make sure um, even when I get off track, Tony may not say, Leash, you off track. But when she, when she sees that I realize, Leash, you off track, she'll be like, she doesn't say I told you so, but her face would be like, I was waiting for you to figure it out. I didn't want to tell you right away, but I'm, I'm glad that you <laughs> figured it out. I'm glad that you figured it out. <laughs> but, yeah, and it, being married, it was funny because I was talking to a client earlier today about this because there's a business side of doing things, um, and then mm-hmm. there is a, when you're married, there's a married side of doing it. Um, and you right. always have to make sure that you and your spouse are always on the same page. You always have to be on the same page, and you always have to be on the same level. Now, sometimes whatever it is that you're doing, People do have some spouses that don't support them right away. You know, Mm -hmm. that happens. But at the same time, you still have to kind of compromise and say, if if not this, okay, then what can we do? You kind of have to tell Mm -hmm. them what you need them to do because sometimes they don't know. They're like, I don't want to stop on her dream. I don't want to stop on his dream, but, you know. And so Mm -hmm. you got to kind of tell them. But, you know, her and her malicious, they like marriage 101, honey. They've been married like 150 years. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. They've been married forever. They need to write a book, matter of fact, because <laughs> only a happy, they like relationship goals. <laughs> they, they straight marriage goals. They like, uh-uh, Tony and her husband don't go through that. So uh, I, don't, I don't think you're going to be it because you don't match the blueprint. <laughs> It's like it's like <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. But I'm excited, Leash, to hear um our our guest tonight. We have a full house, at least you know we always get going, and we act like we don't have new people up in this studio. So we welcome everybody to let's chat. My name is Tony, and I got the one and only, the best one and only co-host in the Blog Talk Radio. Beer, that's Alicia. But for all those that are joining us for the first time, welcome. Just to give you guys a little bit of what we do here on Let's Chat. You know, Alicia and I started off celebrating literature, but our show has evolved within these last six years, and we just celebrate dopeness. And we only know how to celebrate it the royal way, no matter what it may be. Because we've had so many guests, Alicia, come in and just share their precious time, because 
Time is precious. Alicia and I appreciate each and every guest that has joined us here on Let's Chat. You know, we've had authors, publishers, actors, singers, um, you name it. They have been through the doors of Let's Chat. Lawyers, sports guys, every walk of life, they have been here on Let's Chat. You know, we allow our show and our, our listening audience to interact because you never know where you are in life. And can be touched by any guest that has been on the show, and and, and it's important to, to 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 interact with them in a fun, intimate, and friendly environment. Just check out our archives; it is so rich in jewels that have been dropped here on Let's Chat, and we appreciate uh-huh. each and every one of us. And also, make sure you show, follow us across the board on all our social media. The ladies, of Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Alicia. So welcome once again, everybody. Get ready for a great show. Our topic tonight is sidetrack. Sidetrack. And let me say, you see, I found, uh, just through networking, I found uh, two guests that we're going to have on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I was actually looking at the venues for my event. It's going to be February the 8th. And, um, it's going to be Books and Vision. And... I went to this location, and there was some man sitting there, and he was like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and so he was asking me, he was asked to start asking me random questions, and then he asked me what I was doing there, and I was telling him about my event, and then he was asking my why. You know, everybody, when you do certain things, people want to know your why. And so I was telling him my why, and he was like, Really? And so mm-hmm. he introduced me to another man that introduced me to another man. And so now we got two two guests that are going to be coming on the show. Uh, one is okay. an actual uh, organization. Uh, they well, both are part of an organization. And uh, we're going to have a segment about just surrounding kids and it's time college time and mm-hmm. um, SAT time and ACT time. So we're going to have a whole session or segment, just talking about graduation time and where to find the money and um, mentoring programs and things of that mm-hmm. nature. Uh, so we mm-hmm. have some fabulous guests that are coming on the horizon. I just want to appreciate, like Tony said, I appreciate you guys. Um, we both do, honestly. Y'all mm-hmm. support us. It's been six years, and your girls have grown every step of the way, so we appreciate y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. And that SAT, it's a stressful time for our students, Lee. So that that will be right on point because I've gone through it three times. And trust me, it, it didn't get any easier <laughs> the second and third time. So that's a great thing. And I hope that um, those that are going through that will be able to tune in. And if not, just check out our archives because they are always there just waiting to be clipped. Absolutely. Well, we have a fabulous show on tap for you to. Today, we have the fabulous author and publisher, Shadra Sinise. We love when she comes in the chat room. Mm-hmm. We have author and publisher, Peter Mack. It's his birthday, so we're going to sing happy mm-hmm. birthday to him later. And we have the, we actually have a full house. We have author and publisher, Slice, a.k.a. Marilyn Brown. And we have authoress, Candace. They're going to come and kick it with us in the chat room on today. Uh I'm excited because, you know, everybody's been sidetracked, so I can't wait to get everybody's um, just thoughts about it, 
the the moments that they've had where they've become sidetracked and, and how they've overcome that uh, or if mm-hmm. they've worked to overcome that. You know, especially as an author, you know, the book industry, book money is slow money and it's hard money if you don't um, network and and kind of have a plan. You can't just kind of go by the seat of your pants. you got to really have a plan um, and a direction. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's so easy to get sidetracked in the industry. It's so easy because there's so many different things. There's so many different avenues. Um, it's just the business side of books is so different than writing. And, you know, we don't talk enough about the business side of books. Y'all know we always do that here on Let's Chat. Um, if mm-hmm. you want to listen to our past publishing segment we have with fabulous E. Enjoy, make sure you hit our archives up here on blogtalk.com as well as iTunes and iHeartRadio. We also had the fabulous um, Victoria Christopher Murray. She talked about mm-hmm. um, how to optimize your pen, you know, get the full value of your pen. Um, as an author, we had a segment about that, um, and make sure that y'all hit our archives about that as well. We have our first guest. We a little okay. bit. Um, I get her number. We waiting for our first guest. She's gonna hit her one to let us know that she is ready and in the building. Okay. And while we're doing that, we're going to take a little break. Okay. Oh, here she is. Hey, Candace, welcome to the chat room. Hi, thank you for having me. You are so very welcome. Once again, welcome. We're happy to have you this evening. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are so very welcome. Okay, honey, you got to let us know what you, what you got cooking in your creative kitchen. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary journey. I'm Candice. I'm an urban fiction and urban romance writer. I've been writing about four years now. I'm from currently living in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That's where I was. I was born in Alabama, originally from York, Alabama, which is a small town that you will probably never, ever hear of after today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have been, I've loved writing since I can remember. I started out um, writing a lot of essays in college, and it was fun, well, high school, really, and it was always fun for me. And then how I ended up writing my first um, book was an author. Um, who I was very fond of, challenged me to write a short story, and I turned that short story into my first book. Um, I just recently signed to T.M. Marie Presents, and I'm about to put out my first book under her very shortly, and I'm excited about it. Exciting. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So, you know, T and I, we know the child. We know the I hope you got your fuzzy slippers on, child. So, okay. <laughs> so I want to just go back to when you decided to write that short story um, and the challenge that you received. Tell us about that moment you decided to accept that challenge and what was just kind of going on um, in Candy's head at that time. I was at 
at first I was just like, why would you do something like that? You know I cannot write. <laughs> and he kept telling me as many ideas you as you give me for my books, you can write your own story. And so I just, I was sitting at home and I started coming up with concepts and ideas. And this thing I know, I had written the, the story and then, I sent it, and he's just like, okay, now where's the rest of it? I'm like, no, you said a short story. And he said, okay, mm-hmm. you wrote your short story, now write the rest of it. And I wrote the rest of it, and later, like a year or so later, it turned into a three-part series. You better do it, girl. Okay, then. <laughs> wow. So tell us a little bit about the series. I mean, tell us what we can expect from it. Tell us what. What do you think that your pen brings to the industry that we don't already have? I feel like with each one of my books, even though it's either romantic or fiction, mm-hmm. I, I tend to bring awareness to something. Like one of my earlier books, um, one of my characters, she had lupus, so that was my way of bringing um, lupus awareness. Mm-hmm. One of my characters has been in a – I didn't go too much too detailed into the domestic violence, but it was it was um some domestic violence in one of my stories. Um, the book that I sent you off for the cover for this one, it's not necessarily bringing awareness, but it's showing that women can do anything men can do, legal or illegal. Oh, oh. uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so child. I just wanna like mm. people underestimate us. That's right. That book was like, no, not not this time. Mhm. Wow. This is Tony. Um, Candace, I want to just go back to when you uh, first got into writing with this short story because you know I'm always interested in and excited to ha- to hear how authors get into this business now. You hadn't written before, so you wrote this challenge, this short story as a challenge. Did you find that you had to do research into the business in order to understand the business, in order to make this mm-hmm. short story into three parts? I didn't when I wrote it as a short story. When I turned it into mm-hmm. a series is when I started doing my research mm-hmm. because I needed to know what readers looked for in a story. Right. what was going to keep them interested and I needed to find stuff to write about to make them want to read my work because there's so many authors out there. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm getting a cold. So it's so many authors out there so I had to read about what was going to set myself apart from the rest. Mm-hmm. So I had to do my That's research it. and find out and once I found my little niche and it just clicked. Mm-hmm. Because it's so important as as readers, um, we we tend to, we really pay attention to what we read. And when it becomes redundant, you know, we're like, oh, wow, this story sounds familiar or, or exactly. this may be the yes. same story but a different character. So it's so important to keep your material fresh. And especially if you see this as a long-term journey for you. So Doing your research is so important. It really is. I research everything. If if I'm writing about a city I've never been to, I research hotels in the area. I research restaurants and stuff. I hardly ever make up places because 
it's going to be that one reader from that one city that I write about and be like, uh-uh, <laughs> I have right never here. had a place before. <laughs> Those streets don't even exist. <laughs> right. And then there go a one-star review, all because I exactly. made a new seal fish and chicken and something. <laughs> but you That's know, so we have a theory about reviews here. You know, even when you get a one-star review, you know, most of the time if I'm looking for a book, I'm looking at the one-star reviews. Because if you figure, mm-hmm. and I got this actually from Cash, author and publisher over at Lockdown, the first 20 are going to be close family and friends. That means they're going to give them five stars. They're going to give you five stars just because it's you. And mm-hmm. um, so really the first 20 reviews, sometimes you can't trust those. But then one-star reviews, not in one-star reviews, I want to know why they got one star. Was it, you know, grammatical mm-hmm. issues? Because even with grammatical issues, if the pen is on point, and this is coming from a reader, we will overlook yep. some stuff. Because it, it, right. we'll be so wrapped up in what's going on. It's like your eyes will magically turn the words around and, and the <laughs> sentences will be on point because you're just flowing with the, the author. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, we want to know why they got one star. So I want to see why, you know, I want to see them say, Oh, you broke up Susie and Fred. How you going to do that to my girl? I don't even want to read your right no more. Now I want to know what happened with Susie and Fred. What, what was going right. on? <laughs> you know, now I'm nosy. Now you got me wanting to be nosy. And that is actually part of word of mouth. Those reviews, they create word of mouth, even the one star right. reviews, because we're mm-hmm. going to read why. So even though she was, they might say Sarah's fish and chicken don't exist, but they hold, they're feeling about that, that book in general is going to come out and it's going to draw somebody else into your pen. So don't sleep on mm-hmm. the one-star reviews. Sometimes the one-star reviews is what bring them in. And keep them in. And they come mm-hmm. back looking at that next book. <laughs> yes. I, I, I have actually... You know, seeing people like, well, I was I was hesitant because I saw the reviews, but once I read it and I didn't understand why they gave you a one star or something like that, and I went and read the rest of your books, and I'm like, well, I appreciate that. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's why it's important, authors, to make sure your library is on point. Because right. what happens, every book you write is not going to hit. Everybody is not going to hit, and they're not going to fall in love with every every character you write right away, every book you write right away. They're going to fall in love with it right away. And you got to make sure that your library is on point because once they find something that they enjoy, they're going to go through that library. Even when they mm-hmm. don't find something, they might pick up a book and like, eh, it was all right, but I wasn't really feeling it. But she got like 25 other books. Let me see what else she got going on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And one of them books mm-hmm. is going to grab their attention for the reader. And you got to make sure your library is on point. So if you got old books that need to be edited, take that time and go reread them and go back through and re-edit those books because people are going to go back and read them. Right. And you want to make sure and that they're on point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because honestly, I feel like people didn't start noticing me until last year when I um when my series Never Broken came out. That's when I feel like 
I hit as an author. I had written several books before, but that one is what made me an author in my opinion. Oh, child, you got the dish on the book. What was you? What was it? Let me go on Amazon and see what you got going on over there. You said it was never broken. It's called Never Broken Bonded by Blood. Oh. And so okay, people read part one and was like, wait a minute, something fishy going on here. Then they read part two and I got all kinds of inboxes like, how could you? What were you thinking? I love this book. Can we get a spinoff? I hate you right now. I'm like, see, I'm an author. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them covers, y'all, these covers. Y'all know here at Let's Chat, T tell y'all every time we book bougie. And this here cover, let me tell y'all, I just want to go into the concept of the, of the cover right now. See, our topic today is sidetracked, so I just got sidetracked looking at your cover for a moment. <laughs> So, who did your cover? Um, I'm not sure at the time I was signed to Major Key, and once I told Kiana the concept of the book, she came back with that cover. So, if you okay. if you pay attention to the book, you can to the cover, you can kind of somewhat guess what the book is gonna be about. Just a little bit to me, I, it may just be me because I know, but. To me, that cover spoke uh, it spoke volumes when I saw it. It do. That cover, y'all. That cover saying something there. With the first of all, if you're not on Amazon, I'm gonna explain the cover to you. We're gonna start with the title because I'm here on Let's Chat. We honestly believe that your book um, is part of the eye candy. The way your name sits on the book, that's part of the eye candy for a reader. The way you have the title, that's fine. The mm-hmm. synopsis, all of that, your personality, all of that is part of the eye candy of a book. That's what draws people into your pen. Let me tell you about this here book, The Blood Dripping Down. It's the first thing that caught me, y'all. Um, and then the Beyonce lookalike might not be a Beyonce lookalike, but it's a Beyonce lookalike to me. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Some eyes. That's the thing. You can have a cover and you can talk about something. They don't have to be half naked. You don't have to have a gun. Sometimes it's just simple things. The eyes mm-hmm. itself are telling you something. The eyes on these characters on this cover is telling you something automatically. Um, and I love it. I love the way she has that cover laying. I love it. That was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, okay. That's my, my um, soapbox, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's so important, though, because that's your calling card. You know, sometimes... Mm-hmm. Like we said, you that that's that eye candy, and and if you want a reader to to not just glaze over your book on the shelf, you have to have something that's gonna make them pick it up and turn uh-huh. it over and, and think about the words within the spine, and then take it to the register or just one click. So all of that plays such a key role in in maintaining that reader's interest. Because if you can get one reader, like we said at the top of the show. Word of mouth is one of the most powerful things in any industry, not just um, literature. Yes, that's that's mostly, that is how I've gotten out there, honestly, word of mouth. One person read it, and um, I have to shout out, Sweets Great is one of my most loyal readers, and every time she will go live about my book and tag other readers on her page, 
while she's uh-huh. cursing me out about this book. <laughs> so <laughs> I have gotten a lot of readers just by her lives in itself. A lot of people mm-hmm. just know who I am simply because she would read my book and go live and curse me out, and then everybody would be like, well, who, what book is this? Drop the <laughs> link. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. That's important. So I have a question. When you when you first put a book out and you have to do your promotions, what kind of promotions do you do? Do you drop excerpts? Do you drop character introduction pictures? What are, what's your go-to um, thing that you like to do when you are promoting a new book you have coming out? I find the most action-packed part of my book to me, and I post a sneak peek of Oh. That's how I got the book that you all have, Craving the Love of a Heartless, of a heartless Queen. That's uh-huh. how most people got interested in that book. I posted the, um, the 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 prologue of it, and a lot of people was like, what's this? Like, it's coming soon. And then I slowly started posting um, my character visuals, and I posted uh-huh. quotes with them. I post quotes uh-huh. with them. And everybody's like, oh, oh, this this character here, like they're gonna be on some shady nonsense. We gotta see what's going on. So, so that's how I get attention from it. I I gotta start posting the ones from my new book soon. I'm wrapping it up, so it's about mm-hmm. time for me to start posting my character visuals and getting everybody ready for it. Mm-hmm. What has been the most joy for you as an author? Um, When people inbox me and tell me they enjoyed my work, that never gets old to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't think it ever will. When people, when I was at the kickback and people actually knew who I was and wanted me to sign a book, Stuff like that, like I want to cry sometimes because it really? it seems so unrealistic to me that this mm-hmm. is my book that they're talking to me about. Mm. So it's it's the it's readers reaching out to me will never get old. People knowing who I am will never get old. Mhm, that's goodness. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And it, if you could drop three jewels on a new up-and-coming author, um, what jewels would you drop on them just to encourage and motivate? Be humble. Being humble is key. Even if you hit number one with all of your books, be humble. Thank your readers because just like those three books can hit number one, your next three cannot even make the top 100. Mm-hmm. So always be humble, be thankful, never get the big head and, you know, start thinking that you're better than everybody. Um, do your research and um, read your own work. Read your stuff. Even before you put it out, read it as a reader before you put it out. Because with me, if I'm reading something and it's something that even if I wrote it, if it's not something that I wouldn't read myself, it's not going out. No matter how many people tell me how good it is, if I don't like it, it's not going out because I'm a reader too. Mm. 
So I have Absolutely. to like it myself before it goes to editor, anybody. So read your stuff, even after it comes out. Read it. Buy it on Amazon so you can see what others are seeing. Because I, I, my mind is terrible. I have to reread my book after it comes out. So when people are asking me about scenes and cursing me out, I have to know what they're talking about. What page was that? No, I understand you were upset. I need you to tell me what page that was. Okay, what book was it? Are you sure that was the page? Okay, hold on. Let me go back and read that chapter and I'm going to get back to you. I will open it, no, I will open the book up and tell be like, Yup, I'm I don't know what she was going to I, I only write what my characters tell me to write, honey. I'm just as mad as you. And sometimes I'd be like, Did you write that? What what were you thinking? Child, listen, it happens. Sometimes it just takes on the whole thing of its own. You know, they tell us we have T-Styles on here, and she always talks about how the characters, they talk to her, they just want to take over, so we understand how it is. But, you know, what you don't know, so I'm going to tell you. Here, let's chat. We'd like to do something a little fun on the show. Okay. We like to do something a little fun on the show. Just something to be able to show our listeners just the creative style and flavor of the authors uh, that we have on. And so T is going to give you one prop, um, and we're going to do a live excerpt. It could be any scene. It could be a scene you already have in one of your books. You just have to apply the prop to that scene. You can create a new scene, however you want to work it, whatever genre you want to make it, mystery, drama, murder, however you want to do it. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) Well, Candace, first and foremost, thank you so much for spending some of your precious time with Alicia and I here on this chat tonight. You know, we have so enjoyed you, and you gave us a lot of food for thought, so we thank you for that. Now, your prop tonight for a little live excerpt will be, and I always try to give our guests something that they don't normally write about, just to give you just a little bit of challenge. So the thing that came to me tonight is a banana. So give us an excerpt, something that's, geared towards your pen that's going to make our listening audience go out and say, well, I guess she could do this with a banana. I want to see what she could do with what she's used to. Does it have to be PG? No, ma'am. This internet radio. You make it do with the boo. Oh. If y'all need PG, we're going to need y'all to log out now if y'all need PG because, you know. Listen, our whole only thing we require is if it's going to be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, please send them to Starbucks for some coffee and conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. But now he gave me a challenge. He told me to use this banana to turn him on in the best way I could. And the first thing that came to my mind was, what the heck am I going to do with a banana to turn him on? So after sitting there thinking for about five minutes or so, I picked the banana up off the table, sat him, I put, placed him in a chair, sat in front of him, 
and peeled it as seductively as I could. While I was peeling it, I told him to picture the banana was him. And at first I started licking. Yes, I licked a banana. I had to do what I had to do because I wanted this man. I needed this man. I craved this man. So after okay, I Nini. had good... Get some man. <laughs> Is that, that's enough, right? Have you, that had, but if you want to give, ooh, that, that was good because I was like, okay, honey, get your man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, this is, this is me, Marilyn. I was just listening. I wanted to say hey. 
Yes. I'm just waiting for my turn. I was like, oh, what's she going to do with that banana? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we're going to put you back in the queue slice. Can't wait to talk to you. All right, all right. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all energy. This is why we do what we do, and we make sure our platform uh, is free. The radio portion of our platform is free. We do have Let's Chat Live, which there is a fee for that. But the whole, just to be able to experience the author, their personality, their energy, that is everything for a reader. You know, just your personality can be intoxicating to a reader. Mm-hmm. So just it the thing. The, the energy that you bring in your conversation. And that sends them out to one click. They're like, oh, she cool people. Let me go on and get that. Or, oh, mm-hmm. she kind of eerie. Okay. Oh, her mind, her mind twisted. Okay, let me go and see. Because that helps introduce them to you and introduce them to your pen and your craft and your language, which is your writing. That's your language. That's your, your only authentic form of yourself. And so we appreciate mm-hmm. you coming to kick it and share all of that with us here in the chat room. You know, you are welcome back anytime, anytime you are welcome back. Thank you. I will be back. Definitely. I enjoyed it. Well, we enjoyed you as well. <laughs> you have a great evening, okay? Thank you, y'all too. Okay, thank you. That was good, Lee. I Absolutely. love her. her. I love her. You can, I, I want to say subtleness. You know, you hear her yes. excitement, but she, uh-huh. she contained it, but it, it was a yeah. good thing. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, get your man, get your man. Y'all know that's what we do as readers. Don't be sitting here like you don't do it. You know, that's the first thing you do when you open up the book and it's getting good. You like, get your man, boo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And we have our next fabulous guest. Listen, we love when she comes into the chat room, y'all. We love it because she is so creative. Her energy is everything. She is bubbly. She'd be on point. You know, normally she come on here with three the hard way, but she's on here by <laughs> herself, which her pen is dynamic. Her personality is dynamic. And we have a fabulous Shadris Denise. Welcome, sweetie. Hi, ladies. How are you today? We are good. You know, we always get excited when you visit us here in the chat room. Because <laughs> we're about to get a good snack. Let me tell y'all. Go ahead and get y'all cups of water or whatever you're going to need. Because she's going to give you a good snack. She's about to give you a snack. You're about to get a good snack. <laughs> How are y'all today? <laughs> we are good. good. You got to let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. I hear you over there twerking that pan. Yeah, I've been sparking a pen. I got a couple of different projects um, in the works. Um, I've been working on my sidekick chronicles. Um, I'm dropping um, three of those. It's going to be two volumes and then um, a prequel. And then I'm working on another poetry book and another novella. So I'm keeping busy. Ciao. So what are we going to expect in this new book? Just give us a little hint, a little sneak peek. What you got going well, on? Well, the Sidekick Chronicles, this idea came about uh, probably about five years ago, um, right around the time when Scandal had, like, really um, came about and the whole Sidekick um, era sparked again. Um, and I, I wanted to tell um, stories 
from about four or five different women's angles. Um, some of them, because I feel like in those situations, everybody doesn't know that they're a side chick. Some women get bamboozled. Some people, some women get bamboozled into it, and then by the time they figure it out, their feelings are invested, and it's just not a, a just cut them off and walk away type of situation that people, you know, like to perpetuate it to be. Like, it's no one can walk away that easy when their feelings are involved. So Mm -hmm. um, some of my characters have that, and then a couple of them, yeah, a couple of them know that the man is married, but they still, you know, it's like, well, he's promising me forever, and he's going to leave his wife. And, you know, the typical married man um, jargon that, you know, a lot of women tend to get. So, um, it's four. It's five different women, five different walks of life, um, and they're all intertwined by two men. Child, listen. <laughs> three and two men. how you want to cut somebody? Bashing <laughs> <laughs> every every dude, just bashing them because it's true. A lot of times, you know, people bash females because they feel, oh, she's tricking him and da da da. But men do it too. They create this fantasy. They create this version of themselves with that person, and they and they feed into it. They feed mm-hmm. into it, and they put into it, and then once the reality hits, like, oh, oh, I'm going to have to do this down the other. I'm going to have to make right. different moves now. And now, all of right. a sudden, now you have to show her who you are. Because a lot of times, mm-hmm. when, I think by women being such nurturers, we we tend to scratch the surface of people fast. Um, and a lot of times, they created this dynamic and it's like once you really get to know her and she gets to know you and she has scratched that surface and she has seen who you are it's a whole different situation <laughs> that's true <laughs> that is true that is so true and, and it's, it's 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 not an easy thing to walk away from so mm-hmm. i'm showing just the different angles of women who get caught up in that type of lifestyle and mm-hmm. just can't walk away. And, I mean, it's, it's some betrayal mixed in there because it's a couple women who, you know, messing with a couple guys that that they know, you know, mm-hmm. they're close to and they know are married. And so, you know, it's some it's some messiness included. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nashadi, this is Tony. You know, and, and, and you're touching on a, a, a very touchy subject. Now, I want to know how did you maintain the authenticity to make it real, to make it relatable to women and and sometimes men that are going through that. What was your process to make it relatable and authentic? Well, in all transparency, I've been in that situation before where my mm-hmm. feelings have got caught up. And at the time, the guy wasn't married. And he, we were just, like, really heavily involved. But then he ended up getting in, getting married. Well, by this time, I'm already swept up in it. Um, and so mm-hmm. I got caught up. And it's just a lot of my own personal experiences with other people's um, experiences that I've kind of included. And mm-hmm. I think the authenticity comes from it being my own personal experience, a lot of mm-hmm. them. So I kinda oh, you know it firsthand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's so honest. She's like, listen, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So now because you can write novels and you can write poetry, which which one is your favorite? What's the most favorite what's your favorite genre to write? Because you are skilled in both. Um I don't, I can't really say I have a favorite. Um I like writing novels because it allows me to become different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like writing poetry because then I'm able to be myself. So I, I enjoy both of them because I get to use two different spectrums of myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Now, like you that. said you like to, yeah, you like to use the two different spectrums of yourself. So if you were to describe Chadras in five words, what words would you use to describe yourself and your pen? Five words to describe myself and my pen. Um, creative, um, vulnerable, authentic, uh, authentic um, funny, and relatable. Hmm. Okay. And we gonna say nasty, y'all, because she got nasty pen. Mm-hmm. Yes, she <laughs> Yep, I told it. <laughs> yep, I told it. So true. So true. So true. So this is Tony. I want to ask you because um, our topic tonight is sidetrack, and and just from you sharing this book that you wrote with the Fortify Women, can you just expound on how? sidetrack and marriage can go hand in hand and, and, and the dynamics of being sidetracked in a marriage because like you said you start from based on your personal experience it started off not being married but he ended up being married so do you feel that there was a sidetrack issue there? Um, I feel like it was that situation in itself went that way because I wasn't ready for the commitment that he wanted. I was 25. I mm-hmm. I was nowhere near ready to be in a settled down relationship, to be a stepmom. Like I, I just wasn't ready for this. So, in a way, I kind of pushed him towards that. Cause I'm like, hey, I'm I'm really not the girl you want to settle down with right now. Like I'm still clubbing. I'm still traveling. I'm probably not, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be in no serious anything at this point in time. So. It kind of went that way because we just were on two different pages. So I guess in a sense, people being on two different pages, I think that's how situations, even probably in a marriage, comes about. Mm-hmm. That's so true. you got to be, first of all, you got to be evenly yoked. And you, like you say, you have to be on the same page in sure. order to, 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 you know, go any further. So. Hi, Lisa. Hey, three on the way. Hey, ladies. <laughs> I was wondering where they were. I was wondering where they were. That's my fault, y'all. Let me listen. Listen, let me tell y'all real quick. Shout out to Denise, Jonah B, and C. Renee. I call them three the hard way, y'all. Yes. I love them three. I love them. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew they couldn't be far away, Lee. <laughs> no, no, they just got here. <laughs> we 
you're going to have to have the three of you back in here one sometime soon, you know, because it ain't yeah, the same with when, when, when kitten. Kitten. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talking about that there smitten kitten. I ain't forget. <laughs> <laughs> but, y'all, just because I consider you a seasoned author, you know, you are very into your craft. You not only you have a teachable spirit, but you have a nurturing spirit that allows you to teach others effortlessly. So if you could drop three jewels on a, a new and upcoming author that would motivate and encourage them, what three jewels would you drop on them? I would say um, be yourself. Definitely write from um, your heart um, because everybody, even though it's like, 50 million authors out here, everybody is still, you're still unique. You still have a different story to tell. I mean, you know, it's a lot of different stories out here, but we all tell them differently because we all come from, you know, just have different perspectives. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say definitely do your research. You know, make sure you educate yourself um, about I don't know. Do we know? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Out here. What? It's too sweaty. Blog Talk going to make me fight them. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> I said, Blog Talk going to make me fight them. That was getting good. We didn't yeah, hear the last good. one. What was your last one? We didn't get to hear that. And I would just say, stay true to yourself. I mean, you know, sometimes people tend to say, you know, we should say this or we should say that. I just feel like it's somebody out there who's going to like what you write and is going to read it. I got that, y'all. She said, "Be true to yourself. Don't don't turn on yourself, because mm-hmm. it's going to be somebody that is going to enjoy what you are bringing." That is so very true. I'm glad that she said that because somebody will always want to sell you their dream to you, and they'll sell it mm-hmm. to you real quick. And you just have to let them know you have to be able to say that's not part of my vision. That might be your vision, but that ain't part of my vision. But you have to right. be able to say no. You got to honestly, because somebody is going to sell you a dream that is not yours. That's why it's good to have a direction, have a plan, because if you don't, somebody going to create one for you. Mm-hmm. Very true. We so appreciate you coming to kick in with us today in the chat room. We can't wait for I all of you to come in here and talk about <laughs> Tell us about the show before you go. You got to tell us about the show, because y'all getting ready to have a show. Tell us yeah. about it. You know, that's why they're here. We're going to be very inappropriate on Friday. And we Hennessy and vodka and hookah. So I can't promise y'all what kind of show y'all going to get tomorrow. But it's, it's going to be fun, you know. I, I will tell you that. Uh, so we decided to start straight tequila, no chaser back up because it's, I, I think it's therapy for all of us. Um, we uh-huh. kind of feed off each other's energy. So um, it's just our little weekly escape, vent, rant. And a way for us to add our comedy. Um, we are now actually on a different platform, so we're on Apple Music and Spotify now. Um, but you know, it's just us being comedic, crazy, inappropriate, unapologetic. You know, the usual recipe for the three of us. Yeah, that's why we love them. That's why we love them. Yes. We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us. You got to let us know when your next book drops, uh, any events that you have coming up. Um, 
And anything else you have going on, along with your social media, if anybody wants to mix it up with you. I'm sorry, John, I just punched me. Um, I have uh, my 10th book actually dropping on October 18th. It is the second mm-hmm. part of my poetry series, Dark Side of Love. Um, it's called Tales of a Recovering Love Addict. And it's following my um, the first book, which is Love, Heartbreak, and Hangovers. So I'm dropping it um, October 18th, and then I'm having a paint book release party on the 19th. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's pretty much going to be it. I think we're doing an event in Philly, I think. Are we still doing it or no? No, I don't know. We're just going to Philly because it's my 40th birthday. Okay. So Who's we're that? just going to hang out in Philly. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, Renee, yeah, she'll be 40 this year. So we're just going to kick it in Philly. And then next year, we just be, all of us will be just dropping books. I think my next book will be Sidekick Chronicles. And I'll be dropping it on Valentine's Day for all the lovers out there. And I think that's right. I know. <laughs> and. That's it for right now as far as events. That'll be the only one. And, of course, you can reach me at Chatter's Niece at, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. I'm on Pinterest. I love Pinterest. So you can follow my boards, my character uh, inspirations, and everything on Pinterest. Oh, shoot. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, we appreciate you. We love it when you come and kick it in the chat room with us. And you know mm-hmm. you are welcome back anytime. You're going to have to do one of our Let's Chat Lives, child. Yes. Uh, yes. Of course, I'm, I'm always going to be, you know y'all, y'all my favorite, so I will always come back for y'all. <laughs> oh, we, we so love you guys. We do. We love all three of you. We appreciate y'all. Y'all always support us. Y'all always are encouraging us. And we thank all three of y'all. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all too. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Okay. They bring such energy when they come through, Lee. (laughs) Yes. And I love they this they they team effort as even just a friendship they a team they work together they grind together they laugh together and I love mm-hmm. it I love it they are so awesome we have our next fabulous guest we got Miss Slice in the building if y'all don't know Woo-hoo. she runs the Slice Book Club on Facebook does those fabulous interviews um, I always encourage first time authors to hit up Slice. Uh, mm-hmm. and go on to her platform because it is a great platform, especially for a new and up-and-coming authors. So mm-hmm. we got Miss Slice up in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, ladies. How are you doing? We are good. You know we're excited when you come pay us a visit, girl. <laughs> I'm excited. It's been a minute. Yes, it has Radio. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. You got to let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. What you got going on over there? Are you twerking that pen? Look, it's been 10 years. I've been in this game for about 10 years. And uh, wow. my last book I wrote was uh, 2011 because I wrote my books like bam, 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 right back behind each other. And then I started mm-hmm. the club. So y'all talk about sidetracked. I got sidetracked. I love to write. But I started the book club, and it kind of took on a life of its own, and Mm -hmm. it was more financially feasible to continue with the book club, and writing kind of got put, 
you know, on the back burner. And I was just, I was passionate about helping other authors. Because when I came to the game, I was like blind. I know nothing. And, mm-hmm. you know, during time, and I would meet other authors and new authors, and they were just like I was. And I just, I felt like this is where I was supposed to be in the marketing part right. of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, that sidetrack wasn't a bad sidetrack. But now I'm going back in the lab, and my next book that's getting ready to come out in 2020 is Making mm-hmm. Dynasty the Boy, and I'm excited because it's been a minute. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you still not right, you know. So, it's, you know, I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. It's like I'm doing it in installments. Um, mm-hmm. It's like three chapters, like 7,500 words, and, you know, I'm going to leave you hanging. Every time you're going to be, like, calling me like a crack addict. What's going on, <laughs> Victoria posted a uh, post about 
can you block a blessing? And I don't believe that you can block a blessing, but I do believe that you can delay them. Um, Because when we're not in position, then he can't do whatever his plan was. And so then he has to put us on track. He got to position us and get us where he needs us to be. And so I'm glad that you, you know, you, your husband was able to say, okay, listen, we got to do something different here. This is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And he stayed. You know, he stayed. A lot of times just staying through the process and staying through hard times. A lot of times when you marry, that doesn't happen, you know. Mm-hmm. But he stayed to help you through that. Yeah, yeah, he stayed. He did. He, he's loyal. <laughs> he's loyal. <laughs> he's a good guy. the way he said it. I mean, nothing just overrated. I mean, nowadays, I, you understand? I didn't get married till I was like forty, so I figured, you know, I had done everything I was gonna do, you know. And my grandparents were married like a hundred years, so I figured if I ever got married, I was gonna be in it to win it, you know. Hook a crook, you know. We might hate each other, hate you, hate you too. I ain't going nowhere, but I still hate you, you know. Um, I'm gonna be in it to win it, so. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that he did stay, I mean, he not only stayed for the drugs, he stayed for me when I got incarcerated and put money on my book. I mean, you know, hey, you know, you know I love him. <laughs> you know, hey, you're a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> You'll keep him, right? You'll keep him. I'll keep him, right? Might as well keep him. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, because I have learned, because, you know, Tony is Life 101. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have learned that. Like you were saying, marriage, it, and don't send me no inboxes. Marriage is overrated because I think a lot of people are doing it just because, just to say they're married, just to say they did it. And a lot of people are looking for that one-hit wonder, flip-in-the-belly type feeling that, to me, marriage is truly a partnership. It's like two corporations coming together. And really, it is beyond love. It's beyond that the butterflies in the belly, it's beyond all of that. If you get married based off of a feeling, you're not going to stay married very long because you're going to learn real fast that it's beyond just a feeling. Talk a little well, bit about that. I, I met my husband in April. I married him in August. Um, he thought my name was Michelle for like the first two months of our relationship. Um <laughs> I was out there, you know what I mean? I was scheming out. I had plans. He was an older guy. I seen all these pills on his dress. I was like, hey, that bitch going to die soon. I'm getting social security. It was all in my place. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> was, you know, so that love feeling thing was never a part of my initial plan. Um, but, you know, God, God saw fit to put this man in my life um, who, like, really showed me you know, he was like, I'm going to treat you like the queen you're supposed to be. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? You you hear that, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, I tell him today, I'm going to hold you to that. You're going to treat me like the queen I deserve in between, you know. So he was like, oh, God, I should have ran. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, he put this man in my life um, for a reason. He would have been nobody I would have chose. Because he was so different from who I was. If he wasn't slick, hipping down, if he wasn't balling, if he wasn't, you know, that's who I that's who I rode with. You know, he worked nine to five. He wore these little Jesus sandals. 
you know, you know, it just wasn't who I would have chose for me. And um, mm-hmm. it just ha- so happened that he he became that person. And uh, 15 years later, he's still that person, you know. So. Mm-hmm. That's oh, awesome. Love I love it. it. I love yeah. that. They <laughs> saved my life. But, mm-hmm. Now, y'all know, Lisa, Lisa I, have to, I have to go follow up on something Lisa said, that she said marriage is overrated. I think marriage is what you make of it. You know, I wouldn't go as far as marriage is overrated, but if you're going to play my husband and I'm going to play your wife, I need to at least get some benefits. I, you know, we, we ain't going to keep playing house. Let's just mm-hmm. go ahead and just do this. Let's, let's mm-hmm. get married. You know, I don't, yeah, we're we not playing house. Uh, you know, I had, um, let me see, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that, you know, because, no, yeah, no. Mm-mm. But it's yeah. work. It's work. It depends it's on it work, and it depends on you. Out of it. If you, if you, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like a job. It's a nine to five. It I mean, is. Oh, my God, in 15 years, do you know how many times I'm like, it's your mind. I got to go. I can't do this. You know what I mean? Because that's who I am, and things don't go my way, and I bounce. Um, but the reality is, you know, who going to look out for you like he look out for you? You know what I mean? And and I look mm-hmm. out for him, too. You know, we both bring stuff to, to, to the uh, table. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. That's, that's true. But, but also, know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a nine-to-five job. It is. It is. It is. You know, you got to get a little... You, Get a little, right? You know, so but also, you know what else is 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 what else is overrated? I think playing house is overrated because I think that takes even more work. You know, when you when you when you don't necessarily when you want to have the benefits of marriage, but you don't right. want to have the real benefits of marriage. I think that takes a whole lot more work, and, and that tends work. to be overrated. You know, I mean, like, I, I know that's the thing. That's because why we got to play house? Why I just can't have my house and then you have your house? You know, I like to do me, be me for me. That's my whole new thing. But see, I like you, you, you can't do that. Have you, that's not what marriage is. <laughs> Listen, that's why I don't want to be no wife. I want a, I want a partner. I want a partnership. I want to keep a life partner. I don't want to be nobody wife. I, I want to be a partner because, see, your partner, they ride, and that's your rider. That's your, that person is your shooter. That person is, they going with you for the long haul. Ain't no, uh-huh. I got to love you. I got to have butterflies. They like, no. Nah, no. You can you, 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 you a disillusion about marriage as far as that. No. Yeah. It ain't okay. always. Us. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could just do what I want to do and go where I want to go. You know, it's, it, you have to have a talk. You know, on what you want about the marriage. Now, initially, my husband said you can stay home, and I was going to be Susie homemaking because I had never done that. I was a single mother of three children. You know. Like, since I was 18. So to have mm-hmm. a man come and say, I got you, 
was hard for me because I've always had me. And oh. and I went out, and he said, well, where are you going? I'm like, what? Where am I going? You know what I mean? Out. You know, you, you, you're married now. You can't just go out. Why? You know, my daddy did. I, you know, I, so I did the black girl thing. My, my daddy named Tom Brad. You know. Yeah. So I had to, like, say, okay, but well, this is not going to be acceptable to him. So you got to figure out what's, what's going to be okay with you and be okay with him, you know, so y'all can work this thing out. Now, if you ain't mm-hmm. trying to work it out, you're like, look, nigga, I'm not. I got to go. I want to see you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, that by the first. That's all I'm saying. You know, um, yeah, it, it just doesn't it work like that. And at that time, I wasn't working, so he said, don't go out. I said, okay, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm coming on in. But soon as a sister got a job, but I think I'll be, I'm coming back. I'll be back before the sun come up, I, you know, because I have to I'm out, but back, so, you know, I'll be in before the sun. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was like, okay, you know, you can go out, because that's, that's who I am. That's what I was doing. I was going out before I met you. So now I'm just going to sit in the house. That's not what I do. I don't go to bed at 7 o'clock. I, I may not go to bed at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning just because, that's how I stay up, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, you got to work. It's, it's work. Oh, my God. It is work. It is work. <laughs> but, you know, so, you know this is Tony. You said, you said something right now that um, I'm sure my publicist wouldn't mind me sharing with everyone, but you use three words that he tells me on a daily basis, and that is, I got you. You know, and and and, and, order, and in order for a marriage to work, you have to have each other. But that reaffirmation of mm-hmm. I got you, even after 27 years of marriage, every time I hear it, it's just, it, it does something to me. And I know, Lisa, I, I don't usually share a whole lot of personal, but when she said those three words, I could see what he says to me every day. You know, I got you. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing, there's no better feeling in this world, and you, and you know, and you, you know, you're like, okay, that you got, you're gotten. Yeah, it's it's done. Yeah, but you know what I also noticed deal. is that just 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 knowing you two, right? When Tony right. talked about earlier in the show about being equally yoked, um, mm-hmm. I think the best part about that is you have your equal. You know what I'm saying? Because when Tony says she got you, she got you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If if you now if you don't if he tell you he got you but you don't you don't have that, that makes that a hard process. But if mm-hmm. Tony says she got you, she got you. And so it was it's like getting yourself. You know how everybody always says, I gotta have I gotta everybody I gotta have me and me. Like I got everybody mm-hmm. else got me but I don't have me. Mm-hmm. And it's good to be able to have that person because when you look in, it's like looking into a mirror, and that there is still a different person, but their moves, their um, the things that they do, their heart, their their compassion is is equivalent to yours, and that That's makes powerful. it easy for y'all to like move as one mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. you have the same beliefs, you have the same feelings, you have the same desires, um, mm-hmm. and. And it's very important to have God. You got to have God mm-hmm. first because when you all stop keeping each other first and when you stop keeping God first, that's when things start getting sidetracked and going to the mm-hmm. left. 
Um, and mm-hmm. sometimes you learn. Sometimes you learn that um, you didn't do it for the right reason. So your intent is the most important thing when you are, in my opinion, getting married. Your intent behind mm-hmm. the reason why you're doing it. Because real quick, your reason for doing it ain't going to be your reason anymore. And so your mm-hmm. intent has to be genuine behind um, wanting to actually marry a person. And sometimes people find out that they got married for the wrong reasons. Sometimes right. they found, find out that um, that's not just something that they want to do or people grow apart. And so we're not saying mm-hmm. that you got to be married and stay married forever because, you know, sometimes you don't. Divorce mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. I think people make divorce bad, but divorce mm-hmm. itself is not bad. That's just a different um, a different level of relationship that y'all have. I think that at some point in time, you always have that reset period in your life. And sometimes when you have a reset period in a relationship, y'all either going to reset together or y'all going to reset apart. And that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing because nobody mm-hmm. wants to go through life hovering like a helicopter just there. That's not living. So we're not saying mm-hmm. that it's a bad thing, but just the fact that, They've been married for so long, and they they have actually found they're equally yoked. You know, that person mm-hmm. has the same spirit as them. You know, Tony married mm-hmm. a Tony. You know, not not that we call you Tony. Well, I, I can't say I married Marilyn. Um, we we are like different. We're different individuals. I mean, he has his way of thinking. Right. I have his way of thinking. We we both right. love the Lord, which is. What what keeps us focused and grounded, but you know he does things that I say, well, would you do that? You know what I mean? That you know just certain things that I just wouldn't do as a person, just because that's how I am. And he has his. I speak to everybody. Anybody come down the street? And I'm like, hey, good morning. He's like, why are you speaking to everybody? What the hell? Well, you know, you don't have nobody to speak because that's just who I am. I'll make a friend wherever I go. I am. You know, because that's, that's his personality. That's who he is. Um, that's who he's been, and I don't try to change that. Um, but do you think he can balance off of that? I think that um, even though that's not his personality, he still learns from you. And it's well, part of growth. Well, you would think at 15 years um, he, he, would, he would loosen up. But, that, you know, he seems to be this happy-go-lucky guy. With his people, but I guess my my people, he's a, he's a nasty guy. Um, um, he's a clean freak. He's anal. He's very anal, neat and clean. And that was never my forte. I wasn't a slob, but I, you know, I never did the clean the house every day. He's a you in the bed sleeping. You hear the vacuum cleaner moving. The bed is getting made, and you're still in it. The cans are in the closet in order. He's that person. Um, you said order. Yeah, and um, now I'm a neat freak. I, I mean, I'll come over to your house and clean because he even trained me to be that way. I picked up his habits, but he don't seem to have picked up, you know, my niceness. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, on the other hand, he's a nine-to-five guy. Um, I'm a hustler. Um, some shit, stuff he just don't know. And I'd be like, you can't da 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 He don't know nothing about the street. You know, so, you know, we, we learn from each other. We kind of balance off each other, you know. And, like, there's been some time, some years in our life that we we might have been homeless. We we strive the best when we're struggling. 
um, these later years that we've been blessed. And we're like, well, we ain't got no struggle. What do we do now? You know, <laughs> we, we ain't got nothing to, you know, fight for, you know. And mm-hmm. and we just sit around and be like, yo, remember when da-da-da-da? Yeah, I had to fake an asthma attack so we can get some place to sleep. And we had to go to the hospital and fake an asthma attack. You know, just different little things we used to do and we laugh about it now. But, mm-hmm. you know, that was our struggle. So, like I say, you know, if nothing else, we loyal. You know, and, and it's all good, you know, but mm-hmm. we're not the same person at all, you know, and don't mean that I that he loves me any less or I love him any less. we just two different people, and, you know, we still have, have to work to agree. union. Yeah, I have to agree, and you said something, man, this is Tony, you said something which is key, and you, you have to balance each other out. You know, mm-hmm. you have to know you 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 have to know your your strengths as well as your weaknesses because mm-hmm. you work you you feed off that you know. And I look to 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 my husband for certain things, and he looks to me, and that's right. where the union comes in. That what makes that's what makes the union strong. I'm right. being me, and he being he, and we being together. You know if that makes sense. But we each bring our strengths to the marriage, to the union, and and we feed off of it, and we grow off of it. And we work on it every single day. You have to work yeah. on it. It's a job. <laughs> it's a job. Yeah. But no, I love but my job. <laughs> anyway, like when I'm doing my, my slice, um, the book club thing, he doesn't understand my passion. Um, I'm like 7 mm-hmm. o'clock every day. I have to be at my computer right. doing doing my interviews because that's what I've been doing and I'm consistent and I don't want it to be at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, not unless the person that's their schedule time. I'm, you know, right. for, for 10 years, you know that 7 o'clock is going to be slice of a club. Somebody's going to pop mm-hmm. up because that's what I've been doing. So he's like, oh, yeah. You know, for the first five years, I just did it. I just put the work in. And, and then I was like, well, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. So now I do charge for people to come on and be get the OGP package deal, which includes two interviews, a slide, a slide on my website, and interview mm-hmm. posts in 30 different groups, and a copy for them to post as they want. Um, mm-hmm. I charge now. And so he's like, well, I don't see no money coming in. Well, first of all, you ain't never going to see nothing, none of my money come in. That's my money. That <laughs> money. You know what I mean? So stop looking. Um <laughs>
uh, you know, uh, newcomer that mm-hmm. how to, you know, do things. And I always tell them, I'm your first interview. I'm like, I'm, I'm the interview that, that gets you ready for the rest of your interviews, okay? Mm-hmm. These are questions mm-hmm. that that you need to know. They need to roll off your tongue. If somebody asks you what inspired you to become an author, you should be able to hit that shit just like a blah, that's why. You know what I mean? And this is what I'm going to get. I mean, you should be able to roll all these questions, the answers right off your tongue, you know, because that's who you are now. You're an author. So, and it's more to writing a book than just writing a book. Now, you done wrote the book. Now, right. you have to market this book. Okay. Right. And then once you market this book, then you have to you have to get a team. You need a team. You can't do that stuff by yourself. When I first read my mm-hmm. first couple of books, you're you going to see words in there that's misspelled, all types of stuff, because I didn't have an editor. I didn't. I, somebody could have told me I needed an editor, but at that time I was broke, and I was like, "Yeah, editors is like uh, part of rent. I can't, I can't pay that." Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I read it five times myself. I didn't see no errors. Didn't know that, you know, <laughs> at that time, you can't read your own stuff because you don't see the errors. Oh. But when people would tell me, "Oh, you had some errors," I was like, "Yeah, but you know what I mean." Well, now that authors send me books and I read it, I'm like, "Oh, big girl needs an editor." You know what I mean? And, you know, because I see the errors, and I said, but I know what you mean. You know what I mean? And I laughed to myself, but that's not the same. You kind of, even though it might be a good flow, uh, you kind of say, oh, Lord, I know more, more errors. Come on, baby, mm-hmm. now. You know, and mm-hmm. you want to tell them, um, but you don't want to discourage them. So, you you know, mm-hmm. you say, well, that was a nice story. I could, I could feel how the story was going, but you might want to check. Yeah, you know, make sure your grammar's good and everything because you get tired of saying what 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 does she mean? Or Right. And 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 chapter one this happened, but in chapter two this person turned to another person and you're like, Wait a minute, she didn't flip the whole different it's not the same people. I'm, it gets kinda of confusing. Confusing sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. wanna be the the dream killer of my authors, and I had to tell him, look, baby, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna run out there and be like Zane. So, you know, pace yourself. You need to know if you in here for the passion, or you here mm-hmm. for profit. Cause you ain't gonna get no money like that. I mean, this shit might be fire if it ain't in the right place at the right time. It ain't gonna matter. You know, right. don't nobody know your book exists. It don't. It's not gonna matter. You know, so mm-hmm. everything you do and everything you are should be about this book. Anytime you go out to dinner or go to the club or wherever you go, you'll be talking about this book. It better come out mm-hmm. your mouth. You know, this is your baby, and you want your baby to grow up. So you're going to encourage mm-hmm. your baby. You're going to feed your baby. You're going to put your baby out there. Don't be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm off. I can't tell. You know what I mean? Every, everything I am and everything I do. My, I I think my sister and my family used to get sick of me because every time they used to have a conversation, I'd be like, just like in my book, it said, reminds me of my character, such and such. I mean, you know, it was like, bitch, really? We be talking about dream colors again? You know, yes. You know, because that's, that's, that was my baby. And I, I every chance I got, I talked about it. But I had seven. You ain't going to make me a whole bunch of money. Now, I did make some money when I did my um, book signings, okay? But I don't know. I think Amazon got me. Um, initially, I had gotten... I was under um, Ex Libris because I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, I thought I did my research. They were the only uh, publishing company that I could afford. 
And I have to tell authors, look, if you can do it yourself, man, just do it yourself. Don't do that third-party stuff. Go from you to create a space or whoever you use and, and get you somebody to do your cover art and get an editor and, you know, you just be the, the publisher. Start it from the beginning to the end. And you know mm-hmm. how your stuff works. Take it take it from the beginning to the end, just like you would chat. Um, mm-hmm. that but you ain't gotta worry about Right. You know something, Marilyn, you, you raised some really valid points. And one thing Lisa and I say here in this chat is you have to have a team. A team is so important, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what avenue you walk down. You have to have a team and you have to respect that team and know that team is out for your best interest and your team, you treat your team right, your, tre- your team is going to treat you right. So you have well, to have uh-huh. a team. You can't do it all by yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, that, and that's so important. Yeah. Because Absolutely. I, this, I, I, I work uh Slice the Book Club and Bookworms. That's my other group. I'm like a 9 to 5 job. I get up 6.30, in the morning. I'm on the computer, and I take a little break. I try to take a break. You know, then I come back to it. I don't just sit here all day. Um, but I can do that because I'm retired. Um, I can do that. Everybody else can't do that. But I do have a life. So this isn't this is all this is all I am. So I I need other people to come in and do this and come and do that. If I'm I just had a a, a book signing for my young authors for books by Biggums, uh, my subsidiary. It's my children's books. So we just had mm-hmm. him rent out uh, Martin's West, which is this, I don't know if y'all have one in your town, but it's like a, a nice place in Baltimore. And, um, you know, I had to get my different people in to help me, you know, coordinate that and, and get with the parents and put the kids on the way and da 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 And, um, you know, that's why you got a team, you know, so. Because I got Absolutely. stuff in my life going on, and I can't do everything. So, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that you brought that up. We always love when you come in here and kick it with us in the chat room, slice. You always come, you drop that knowledge, and about just life in general, the industry, and mm-hmm. we appreciate you for that. Now, before mm-hmm. you head out of the chat room, we want you to let us know when your next book is coming out, and uh, your social media where people can mix it up with Slice and any events you got coming up. Okay, well, um, my next book, Making Dynasty Destroyed, will be released in January 2020 in, in addition to my children's books, which is coming out in January 2020, uh, books off of Books by Biggums, uh, When I Grow Up by Travis Travis Brown. Um, Slice the Book Club Monday through Friday 6 mm-hmm. and 7 o'clock I do interrogations On If you get the OGP package deal You can go on Slice And on Bookworms If you don't you can just go on Slice I do free interviews as well um, You just don't get the package deal um, I'm always mm-hmm. open For questions Um if I know it, you got it. If I don't know it, I'll find somebody that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Events? No, we just had to event at Martin, so we're going to chill for a minute because Christmas is getting ready to come. Um, 
Yes, I got other things I'm working on, you know, what I'm working on. So we're shooting for January right now. So mm-hmm. we don't have any other events coming out right now. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we, you know, holler at me on Slice. That's where I'll be. Well, Slice, um, Donna, this is Tony. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you so much for always thinking of Leash and I when people are inquiring about radios and our services. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you also for the many editors, editing that you have referred to me, authors that you have referred to me as far as editing. You oh, know, yeah. we, we so appreciate you for that. And uh, we just want to make sure we acknowledge you and let you know how thankful we are. No problem. We all in this thing together. Um, if mm-hmm. I know anybody that's a good editor, um, a blog talk show host or a publisher or uh, a cover art designer, I'm going to shout them out. Um, mm-hmm. A young lady had an issue with another young lady, and she uh, brought it to my page. And I had to say, that's not what we do here. You know what I mean? Y'all need to make it right because, you know, I'm not for none of that uh, click shit. I ain't for none of that, that beef stuff. It's enough coins mm-hmm. out here for all of us to get some. You know, um, right. but what you won't do is come to slice with that bullshit. I don't do it. So mm-hmm. call her, inbox her, whatever, but don't put it on his side. I delete her stuff, the girl stuff, and so work that out. You know, um, I don't think they did, but um, I, I did my part. Um, right. I, I'm for anybody that that has a passion. If 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 you if if your mind and your heart is 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 into Doing anything with the ink, holler at your girl. That's all I'm saying. I got you. Mm-hmm. That's so, a good way to put it. But we appreciate out, you. You got a rap you song you want to talk about? <laughs> let's let's do this. You know. Mm-hmm. So, so, but I thank you, ladies, man. I didn't. I thought y'all were um, live, so that's why I was just like, okay. Yeah, I know now. I know that y'all doing both. And and you know when you start talking about the, putting all the eggs in. And one basket, yeah, that contingency mm-hmm. plan is important because, yes. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you you can't just let a, nobody have that much control over your money. Right. I'm telling you, that's just not nothing you want. Or, or your movement, or your movement, or your movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Absolutely, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, so much. You are so thank welcome. You. We appreciate you. Appreciate y'all, too. Thank you. Everybody have a nice night. I'll let you know, baby. I'll let you know. Okay. I'm out. Okay. She's bringing such energy into this chat room, Leisha. Absolutely, y'all. Welcome to the chat room for those who are just tuning in. I am Miss Leisha, and I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left hand. The fabulous Miss Tony, if you are just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're hitting us up on the replay, Hey, y'all, hey. Make sure you guys are checking us out here on blogtalk.com. You can also check us out on iTunes as well as iHeartRadio and Spotify. We appreciate everybody that supports us. We got our next fabulous guest in the building. We about to cue his music up.
It's been it's been so long since I've talked to you guys and been on your show. What's up, Tony? How are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, Alicia. You know, it's a trip coming to see y'all again because we do so much talking offline. You know. Absolutely. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You gotta let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen over there. Oh man, that's kind of cool that 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 I would be joining you on my birthday. How sweet is that? You know, we'd you know, be like influencers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like very coincidental and right on time. Yeah, we like to do that too. Justice Fund and the Pen America Center um, to fund this new memoir, which is going to spearhead a prison reform movement. Uh, we're oh. going to address, yeah, we're going to address mandatory minimum sentencing laws in California. Um, we're working with the Reform Alliance, which is formed by Meek Mill and Jay Z, headed by Van Jones, CNN host. Uh, we got the Families Against Mandatory Minimums, Initiate Justice, Unite the People Literary Law Reform working with us. So it's going to be a nice situation. So. This new memoir will be coming out in a minute, and uh, that's what we focused on. And, you know, of course, everything else is popular, too. So we're working on the Filthy Sequel right now. i got the cover being designed right now. I'm going to write that, the Filthy Sequel. So, you know, we stay busy, you know, do the work, earn the perks. Absolutely, absolutely. We love the passion that you have, not only for your craft, uh, but just for life in general. You are very passionate about prison reform and just growth and, and just being a man. So in your whole time that you have been behind the wall, in your time that you've had your, your peaks and your valleys, what have you learned about yourself as you? Oh, man, that I'm worth more than any financial uh, gain that I could get by committing crime. Like, my self-worth is is all that matters to me now. So when I think about uh, doing something, my first question is, will it hurt somebody else? And then secondly, will it hurt me? And so um, that's what I learned about myself. At first, I had no empathy. And, you know, I could say that I blamed it on the way I was brought up, you know, foster care, selling drugs at 14. I could blame it on a lot of stuff, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? So once I learned empathy for others, then uh, that changed who I was fundamentally. And that's what that's what fueled this memoir because I'm just giving up, admitting all my faults. I might be an ugly guy to most people after they read this memoir, but, you know, I just feel like I got to let it be known and, uh, you know, my faults and how I come across them because a lot of people be living in the way that I, I lived. And, um, you know, so I'm just sharing, sharing the truth. That's all and using myself. As a, I don't know. I can't call it. I mean, it's just an evolution in, in the literary process, being able to, you know, explain who I am. You know, I've done it for a long time through fiction, and um, it seemed like people kind of wanted to know what it was like in here. So I felt like I had something to say about what it's like in here and what I've gone through and um, how it affected me, my life, my love, my relationships, and my family. So it's sort of real-life consequences of it all. 
Absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I think a lot of times just as as people in general, I think that we bind ourselves to our mistakes. And when we're binded to our mistakes, we never grow. And you have to grow. You've got to learn from whatever mistake you make, one, so you don't do the same thing over. And two, that you've got to get the, the understanding that's needed for you to be able to help somebody else. And, right. and I'm glad that you were able to, to say that because when we stay binded to the mistakes that we made, if we stay binded to the past, that means that we're just really hovering. Uh, we're hovering right. our life where there's no movement. You just sit there, kicking right. up dust. And right. so I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, right. So this memoir that you're writing, how long have you been working on it? Um, you know, by coincidence, um, I got the call from the Pen America Center to write it back in February, and um, they asked me to submit it by June. I submitted it in June, um, and then I transferred. So I've been working on it since maybe March, April, May, June, July, maybe about four months, five months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, Peter. You know, being yes, that today is your today is your birthday and and keeping with being birthed in you've shared that your writing and and, and the things that you have been going through for the last couple of years has affected you and your outlook on life when was writing birthed into or out of you and how hard was it you know to not let others because our topic tonight is sidetracked how was it to not let others sidetrack your vision for writing Oh, you know, I don't know because, like I like I tell the story, you know, I, I got arrested for trafficking drugs, and I went to administrative segregation, so I was in a hole by myself with nothing, no TV, no nothing. I didn't have any distractions at all, and I prayed to God, like, give me something to replace this lifestyle of selling drugs. Like, give me something, you know, that I can feel good about, that can give me the same reward, you know, my lifestyle. So, bam, I just started having dreams. And um, and I would wake up in the middle of the night and write down my dreams, and they turned into my first published novel. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would buy paper. I would buy, you know, with my Kool-Aid and cookies, I would buy extra paper, pens, and I would write it out and got out the whole, typed it up, and start sending it to publishers. And that was it. Like, And so when people say, what happened, all I can say is I prayed, and then I just started having dreams. And I dreamed up 25 books. A clothing the line. You know what I'm saying? T shirt I dreamed it all up. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's powerful. But, you know, being in the, being, being in the environment that you are, Peter, right. what, are some of, what are some of your practices? What are y'all laughing at? Can she feel me? Y'all know, y'all know Eddie Murphy. Y'all, y'all see. Oh. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, uh, what's that movie? Uh, not coming to America. Um, Beverly Hills Cop. He got that last of Beverly Hills Cop. If you ain't seen it, go watch Beverly Hills Cop and then play this this over again. And he goes on this exact same laugh. He saw Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I thought you felt what I was saying. I didn't know you were laughing at me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. I'm listening. <laughs> right, okay, right, right. No problem. Well, you know, I I probably just sidetracked, but being in the environment that you are, Peter, you know, what are some of the right. other practices that you may utilize 
to avoid being sidetracked and to stay focused on all the dreams that you have and all the things that you want to accomplish? Well, you know, my personal secret, my personal agenda is to maintain um, the highest discipline in all facets of my life um, so Mm -hmm. that when it comes to writing that time that you have allotted, it'll be easier to fulfill. So if you say I'm going to write a chapter a day for two hours a day, then you set a time up for that slot. And then around that, you're sticking to your regimen as well. So it's like building up your muscles to maintain your discipline. So once you can maintain your discipline, right? Uh So, yeah, once you can maintain your discipline in more areas of your life, it improves your lifestyle and thereby giving you more freedom and creativity to exercise your vision through your writing because you're stronger. Uh So it's it's by osmosis. You know, that's just based on my faith. Mhm. Mm. But do you That's feel that true. your discipline has grown since you since you um in the last couple of years? Because discipline well, can be it. hard to maintain. Oh man, it, it was just a calling. Like I said, I prayed, and then you know, you know, you're a church person. You know, when God gives it to you, can't nothing stop it. You know, mm-hmm. and like I said, I prayed, and I got the answer to my prayer answered. Sometimes, I don't know, like, I would have a struggle, I would have a fall, I would get arrested, I would do a shoe turn, I would be out of touch, but damn, out of that, I would come out with a bigger, better story, a, a new publisher, a new awakening, a new lesson, a new reward. So, you know, you got to stay focused and, and stick to your vision, take the bad with the good, and just keep moving, persevering, you know, get you lucky that way, and keep good relationships, but... Other than that, you know, ain't no magic secret. You just got to be, be true to yourself and, and, and keep writing. Like my dad told me, just keep writing. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Peter, you know, here on this chat, we like to do something fun. Right. Now, Tony is going to give you one prop. We want you to take that one prop, and we want you to put it into a live extra for the people. Into a live what? Excerpt. Excerpt. You want me to build a story around the prop? Yeah. Oh well, you don't have to. However you want to do it. However you want to move it. If you could put the prop in your own your own story. However you want to do. We just want the treat. Um. <laughs> you just want the what? We just want the treat. <laughs> the treat. Do you want the treat? <laughs> Go ahead, B. Okay, well, thanks oh, again, Peter, for joining us tonight. And uh, your, your prop tonight for your for Leisha's treat is going to be a magnifying glass. So we want you to build a live excerpt around that prop, which is a magnifying glass, and uh, let's see what you can do with that. The magnifying glass. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What do I want to see most clearly through this magnifying glass? If I could see most clearly the beauty that you possess, I will be emerald with this magnifying glass. Let me grab this magnifying glass. It is a heavy piece of steel attached to a clear piece of glass. This magnifying glass helps me see you better. Let me move this magnifying glass closer upon the areola, upon the raised surface, upon the knobbly heel. This magnifying glass takes my breath away. This magnifying glass, I must put it down for another day. I love this magnifying glass. Here. Yeah, poet, y'all. Y'all hear that? 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 Y'all hear that?
appreciate you, Peter, coming to kick it with us on your birthday. Take a time out of your special day to come and kick it with you. your girls. Uh, we always appreciate when you come through. We always have a good time. You know, you are welcome anytime. Anytime you are welcome. Just got to say, I'm coming out. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, for those that's listening, just go to the website. Join me on Facebook, ECCopedomatic. Uh, cooks, uh, or join me on, on my website. Got social media links, PeterMacPresents.com. Thanks for joining us, and thank you for joining me. I appreciate you, Lisa. Thank you, Trina. I love y'all. We love you too, thank Peter. You Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I have a good one. God bless. You too. We had a full show today. See, y'all listen. Yesterday had my nerves bad. So I tried to have my nerves bad yesterday. I said function, I was so mad. Uh, and that, I'm working on that because, you know, I tend to, to get mad when um, things don't go as I expect them to go. And that's only because mm-hmm. I have so many things going on that I can't afford for things not to go the way I expect. But um, that's why I created this topic today, size right? Um, because sometimes mm-hmm. it don't have to go the way you expect it to go and sometimes you get sidetracked because you got to go in a different direction and so right. sometimes you know we got to learn how to pre- appreciate those moments um, where we got to switch up a little bit so let's chat is going to switch up a little bit as usual we try to switch up all the time it be It'll be six years on the 26th of October. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. still thinking about the type of show we're going to have. I can't necessarily get who I want because they are busy, but that's okay. We're always Somebody else is always going to fall through. Uh, and right. so, you know, we have faith and we appreciate that. Um, we appreciate y'all. Y'all know that Sundays we now have Let's Chat Live. Uh, that's our what's hot in the literary world. We have the fabulous novelist Blacktop on. If you would like to be a guest on Let's Chat, no worries. Just send your request to the Chat Radio Show at gmail.com. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you want to do what's our Let's Chat Live, now our Let's Chat Live is not a free platform. It is twenty dollars. Um, so when you Sending your request, a radio interview is free. Those are always free. We try to make them free as long as we can. Um, but when you want to, or if you want a live interview, just indicate that, uh, and we'll send you the PayPal link to sending your payment for the live interview, and that is on Sunday at noon. Um, we appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for rocking with us. We thank y'all for supporting us, and we appreciate y'all just being part of our growth. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And don't forget, tune in live on Sunday at 12 noon Eastern time. You can check out our page. And with that being said, also make sure you're following us on all of our social media sites. We are Let's Chat across the board. And if you're not able to find us, just hit Leisha and I up, and we'll direct you to the right location because you want to stay in touch with the ladies of Let's Chat because y'all never know what we may be having up next. So. Thank you. Absolutely. And once again, and thank you. Switching up our website soon. So there will be Let's Chat. We're going to have our own website. Right now it's under Writing Royalty Promotions, so that's going to be changing for 2020. So many changes mm-hmm. coming. We appreciate you guys. And we will see y'all Sunday on Facebook. Yes. And I got to get to my homework that Miss Lisa has uh, 
sent over. <laughs> Don't think I forgot. <laughs> hey, God, look, I'm like, okay, listen, I've been working on that all day, and I, I know because yesterday upset me so much, um, and then when I, I got know. the email, I, I felt a way about that email because it was felt so nonchalant to me. You know how you can feel energy through words? I know that text mm-hmm. has no emotion. Um, the emotion that comes through text is about how you're feeling at that moment. So if you're feeling loving, that's how the, you're going to receive it. If you're feeling right. happy, that's how you're going to receive it. But I wasn't feeling that way. So when I got the, <laughs> the, 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 that, that email, I felt a way because I was like, so y'all don't care that we missed the whole good show over some shenanigans because y'all ain't got it together. <laughs> so... <laughs> I just learned you can't put your eggs in one basket, even though Blog Talk is the number one platform um, because mm-hmm. of the way they run their platform, the things that you're able to do. There is literally right. no other platform that does the same thing where you can go live. However, right. there are ways that we can work around and do other things. Uh, and mm-hmm. so we're going to ex- exercise our rights That's to right. be able to move around a bit. And do something a little mm-hmm. different. That's it. That's it. So we won't be sidetracked the next time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys. And we will see y'all on next week. Next week we have something a little bit different. Um, next week we're going to have our paparazzi show. Everybody knows that I'm a paparazzi consultant. Um, I've been one for a year now. I love the, I love the product. And I love the people, mm-hmm. and I love the the brand of paparazzi. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have some people on just talking about their bling experience, their experience with the paparazzi. Uh, some people are seven figure um, earners. Some people are new to paparazzi, but everybody has a, has a story and a a reason why. And so they're going to come okay. on the chat room and chop it up with us. I'm also going to see if we can do our incarcerated uh, children of incarcerated parents story on next Friday. I can't guarantee that we can get every everybody that um, on that day. It mm-hmm. might have to go to later in the month, but I'm going to see what we can do. Okay. We appreciate you guys, and we will see y'all on Sunday. Have a good night, everyone.